Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, good evening, Dartfish friends, and welcome to our end of day two review here of the Acropolis Rally. I have to say there is so much to talk about. And we have with us this evening, Rally Royalty, to go through all of that talk. Jimmy McRae, wonderful to have you with us this evening. Not your first time in Greece, Jim. You've competed here before, haven't you? No, I've done the Acropolis three times. I've done Hal Kadiki, uh, and enjoy enjoy the place. The, the four times I've started the rally, I've finished. Uh, I won Hal Kadiki. I've uh, been in the top 10 uh, three times in, in the Acropolis. So I, I, I love the place, yes. It is one of those rallies that really does get to you. And uh, do you know what? Today's been typically Acropolis. Like yesterday wasn't, to be totally honest with you. The only real drama we saw on day one was Craig Breen's puncture. But let's start, Jim, with Hyundai because we will get to Ford, we will get to Toyota, who have both had a multitude of problems out there today. Hyundai have had small problems and it has been their best day in a long, long time. Thierry Neuville went from, what, fourth or fifth, 15 seconds off the lead to a lead of 32 seconds in three stages. Yeah. An amazing turnaround. Yeah. No, I think, I think you've just got to get the speed right. The speed in the rough is what you've got to get right here. You know, quick, quick as you can, but to try and keep the car in one piece. Uh, and he's obviously done very well. And, you know, Hyundai first, second and third at the moment. That's uh, pretty good going. It is. And, and you know what? You can't do that on the Acropolis Rally with a car that is not competitive and is not reliable. They've got reliability. They've got competitive into the competitiveness into this car. And at the start of the season, they were a million miles away from that. That's correct. It looked bad at the start of the season. It was a bit of a worry when you see a team that's really struggling. You wonder are they going to stick at rallying? But you know, it's good. Yeah. To, it's good to see them raising the game and, and getting there. Uh, and, you know, uh, well, there's still another day to go tomorrow, but it's a pretty short day. It's only three stages, but, I mean, anything can happen. But at the moment, they're looking good. And do you know what? Do you know what we were told by Monsi at the end of the media zone here? Hyundai have never scored in their history a 1-2-3 in the WRC. That would be quite momentous, wouldn't it? It would be, especially here in the Acropolis, you know, where it's a really tough, hard event, very hot, you know, uh, and reliability comes into it very much. Yeah, it really does. Now, now here's the question. Clearly, Oit Tanak is in second place. Tanak still has a very real chance, not a very real chance, he has a chance of the driver's title. You've been in the centre of one or two of these situations before, Jimmy, where team orders perhaps would come into things. What's your take on the situation between Neuville leading the rally out of the Drivers' Championship, Tanak in second still in the Drivers' Championship? What's your take on that situation? I think, you know, come the last stage, if I was the team manager, I think I would be telling them to swap around. I know it's, uh, I've, I've been in both sides of the game. Yeah. You know, I've had where I've had to back off and drop a place, uh, and it's very, very hard to take. Uh, 
but then on the other hand I've been in the other situation where I have gained a place where it's been team orders but I think for the money these guys spend on rallying and if there is a possibility at all uh, of uh, taking the championship then I think they've got to try and do it. They absolutely do because as we know in rallying, anything can happen. You know, we saw Sebastian Loeb in 2006, I think it was, falling off his mountain bike, breaking his arm. I mean, anything can happen. And, you know, if there's an opportunity, it has to be taken. But it's not going to happen, Jim. It's not going to happen tomorrow because we've got two incredibly strong characters in this team, a bit like Carlos and Colin, really. Um, I just cannot see Thierry Neuville, who wants his first win in, I think it's 16 months or so. I can't see him. Moving over, no, I, I really don't, can't. I don't, I don't think he, uh, I don't think he will. He, I think even if he was told, I don't think he will. But you know, uh, it's the team that uh, pay the big money for these boys, and I, I can always remember back in the uh, the 70s when team orders came in. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, I was told, you know, these guys are paying your wages, and they want you to do this. So, what are you going to do? So, you know, they pay the wages. You've got to do what you're told. Oh, yes, I think that's a very, very good point. Listen, we caught up with both Thierry Nouvelle and Tanak at the end of the day. This is what they had to say. Very quickly this morning, we were able to catch the lead um, to increase uh, our gap as well. And uh, yeah, uh, being in the lead tonight with uh, 28 seconds, more or less, um, I think. It's quite comfortable for tomorrow in case uh, we stay trouble-free. Uh, any more discussions about team orders for tomorrow? Not uh, that I know. If you were asked to do the, the unthinkable and maybe give Oit the win, would you consider it? Unthinkable, you said it already. I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, boys! I mean, it's been obviously very hot and, and uh, it's been hot for everything, for for ourselves, for the car, for the tyres, and uh, I would say, uh, okay, we, we had some technical trouble, but in the end, you know, these were not slowing us down. Uh, it was more the, the tyres which were really aggressively overheating, so we had to, to manage, and, you know, they, they were especially the limit, you know, which didn't allow us to, to go much faster. Yeah, I asked you at lunchtime about team orders. You know, it was a little bit too early to ask that question, but I'll definitely ask you again now. You know, you're in with a chance now once again of the driver's title, but those extra, what is it, eight points tomorrow, seven points potentially, uh, you could really do with. Will you have a discussion with the team? Will you request that perhaps they think about that? Uh, it's nothing from me to request, you know. It's, they do it or they don't do it, but, uh, you know, I, I, guess, I guess it's it's the decision of the other people. What would you like them to do? I will keep pushing, you know, I, I like them many things to do. <laughs> so you've made lots of sacrifices for this team. Is it about time that the team made some sacrifices for you? I don't know. There was no support yesterday, so I don't think it changes now. But uh, no, from my side, I, I will keep pushing and, and uh, I do everything uh, I can. Now, obviously, Jim and I have discussed team orders. Julian Monse, the team boss, he is the man who, if we are going to see team orders, he's the man who is going to have to stand up and try and enforce those orders. What's his view on it? You know, you can always uh, see this problem in different point of view and uh, you will have always people who will say, oh, it's, it would be mad not to swap. Others that uh, for the sport, it would be mad to swap. Uh, it depends. Uh, you, first of all, the rally is not finished. <laughs> it can, we have seen a lot of dramas today. And, uh, well, let's see on tomorrow. The, the triple podium is more important for us right now. Wow, Jim, I can't wait for tomorrow. What we have to remember, we're talking about this one, two, three. 
Elvin Evans is still only seven or so seconds behind Danny Sordo. Let's move on to Toyota and talk about their troubles today. Um, Esapek Alapi, we were with him. Um, he was the one that was pushing for the podium place. Just a really unfortunate situation. A few feed issues. It does happen, doesn't it, occasionally? I think so, and especially in an event like this where it's so dusty and so mm. hot, then you know, a problem with fuel uh, vaporisation, a problem with fuel pressure, it's it, it's more prone to happen, you know, in, in these conditions than it would, you know, in the RAC, the, the Lombard RAC rally when there's snow and the ice is on the road. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it would appear that that was a problem, it was a fuel problem. Isn't it interesting, you know, they've had such a wonderful season so far where very little has gone wrong, so much has gone wrong over this rally. They've been out of sorts all weekend, Toyota. It does happen. We do get dominant teams who occasionally just maybe get their preparation wrong occasionally, I guess. Oh, they've come here and it's the first time it's been really, really hot. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this, it's not just the heat here, it's the speed of some of the stages as well. Mm. You know, it's probably very hot in the safari, but there wasn't the speed there. It. Uh, so it just, it, it just comes down to, you know, what's happening on the day. Yeah, it really does. Jim, Cali Rovenpera made a mistake out there this morning. He made a mistake in Ypres. You, you've, you've obviously you've worked with Colin, you've worked with other world champions, you've been teammates of other world champions. Should we be concerned about Robin Perra? Is it just one of those little glitches? Or, you know, my take on it is that you know, when he's focused on winning, he's unbeatable. He is unbeatable. The last couple of rallies, it's been about points. Maybe the focus has gone slightly. Is that a possibility? No, I, I, I honestly think these boys are trying their heart out, trying mm. to do the best they can. Mm. And, you know, the speeds are going at. Uh, you know, it just takes a moment's maybe lack of or maybe you know, a couple of meters, a couple of uh, centimeters offline, and you click, click a rock, or uh, you're going that quick, you see a rock, and you can't miss it. Mm. I mean, it's uh, I don't think it's anything to do with up there. It's right. it's it's on the day. They're they're, they're trying. They're they're not want to crash or, or want to damage the car, uh, but it's it's a fine line. You know, getting it right and getting it wrong. It really is a fine line and it's just not gone Toyota's way here but a team that has really not gone their way and you know it shows you just what a roller coaster rallying is M Sport Ford they were right well listen in Ypres they were down there yesterday evening they were oh, right yeah. up there with a the one two today they're way back down again Jim you caught up with Sebastian Loeb in the service park what can we say the guy comes in jumps in the car as a part-time driver leads rallies and then suffers technical issues. You caught up with him. He wasn't very happy. No, he wasn't happy. He just said it was a, a, an alternator belt problem. The, the alternator belt had come off. Uh, he, he managed to fit it back on, but it came off again. And he just said, I don't know. Mm. You know, there's obviously something wrong, a technical problem there. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, why does it happen to his car and, and not the other four cars that's here? You know, you just don't know. It is interesting because you know, is he is he getting more out of that car? Is he pushing that car to the max more often than the other drivers? Is that maybe why? You know, the car has been driven at a hundred percent all the time by Loeb. And is it maybe exposing one or two little areas that they haven't seen before? No, I don't think so. No, when it was just something like a alternator belt. I mean, if it was the, the engine exploding, then you'd say yes, he's he's pushing that bit harder than everybody else. Uh, but no, I think that's bad just luck. sheer bad luck, you oh. know, whatever, you know, whatever has caused it. Yeah, no, desperate bad luck. And do you know what, Pierre-Louis Loubet, such a wonderful day yesterday, a great opening stage. We're still within touch. 
a puncture. This afternoon he has power steering issues. But I've been impressed by Lube's attitude today. He's just kept his head down. He hasn't complained. He hasn't moaned. He's just got on with it. It's impressive. And it'll be pretty hard work with these cars with no power steering. I'm sure. Mm. Uh, mm. You need to be. You need to be a bit fit there. It's a young man's game these days, Jim. Definitely, yes. You and I would have parked up by an ice cream shop and gone and got one, wouldn't we? <laughs> or two. Although, although, in my days, we didn't have power steering. So, there you are. So, it wasn't a problem? So, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> I, I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. So, a really tough day. Your Gus Greensmith also retired on this loop this afternoon. Such an attritious day out there. After yesterday's relatively innocuous day, it was a touch surprising to see so much drama, but maybe we should have expected it. It was hot, really hot today, 35, 36 degrees. It was a long day, 74 kilometers. Maybe we shouldn't have been surprised. No, no, I think, I think the weather had a lot to do with it today. You know, it was just so very, very hot. So, so folks, one more day to go. Three stages tomorrow, 46 kilometers. What, Jimmy McRae, is going to happen tomorrow? Who, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It uh, depends what happens up front, what they do up front. If there's no team orders, then these two boys will be absolutely flat out. Elvin will be trying to get on the podium. Uh, it'll, be an interesting, it'll be an interesting day tomorrow. Oh, I concur entirely with Jimmy McCray. It'll be a massively interesting day tomorrow. An enormous thank you to Jimmy for joining us this evening. Jimmy, you've been an absolute superstar no as always. Folks, you will stick with us tomorrow because, as Jimmy said, Elvin Evans is going to try and upset the Hyundai party tomorrow. Hyundai are heading towards history. Potentially, Hyundai are heading towards a very, very dramatic day. We will be here on the ground following all the stories as they are breaking tomorrow. Jimmy McRae, you're a star, you're a legend. We'll see you tomorrow. Folks, join us tomorrow for all the action for the final day of the Acropolis Rally on Dirtfish.com.